When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of NFL DFS Today. I am your host, Keith Cork, and it's just going to be me. You're going to hear my sweet, sultry, amazing, uh, lovely voice through the duration of this podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit the subscribe so you know every time we post a new episode. You know, you kind of know the, the schedule at this point, though. Friday night, we uh, record this, release it Friday night, probably Saturday. You guys are listening. By Sunday, things do change. Uh, Monday, we do our, our, our uh, breakdown of the week prior. But, you know, speaking of uh, things changing, I mean, you do want to get that NFL uh, DFS pass. It's $5 a month, and it includes actually all the sports, not just NFL. It includes basketball, baseball, PGA, and football, and uh, we keep you up to date with what's going on based on the new injury news coming out or any other news that might be dropping, you know, late-breaking trades. I mean, we've had it all this season already, so uh, we keep things up to date when you get that DFS pass in our Discord channel, which you can join for free, by the way, and you can ask us questions. We'll be kind and answer a few, but just don't overburden us because we do ask you uh, pay that premium to get to everybody, but that's not what you came here for. What you came here for... Well, you came here for the cold, hard plays. What kind of DFS plays do we want on this NFL slate? And uh, even though Mike's not here with me, Mike LaFemina, by the way, uh, happy anniversary, my guy. I hope you're having a good one. Celebrating his anniversary with his lady, definitely more important than DFS. Just a little, little pointer for you guys out there. Do go, go treat your woman right if you got one or, or man or whoever you, you happen to be with, your significant other. Um, Want to make sure that we're doing those things and not just being sucked into dfs and gambling if you are you may have an issue so make sure you're living your life there uh you know correctly giving your family all the love that you you can um but even though mike's not here i do have his dfs plays and i'm trying to get those up in front of me right now which is why i'm stalling a little bit here so i apologize about that but i do have his plays in front of me here that i can go ahead and uh, slide into what we're going to talk about there they are perfect and uh, we're going to go ahead and do that so that we get his side of the story as well and uh, i do like his plays uh, his plays of course geared more towards cash lineups my plays of course geared more towards uh gpp lineups and uh, that's just how it is. That's how it goes. So, And I'm looking at his plays right now, and I'm, I'm noticing we still have some, some crossover, which is fine. Sometimes, you know, a guy's a good play, uh, regardless of, of GPP or cash. So let's get right to it, though. Let's hop into the QBs. Of course, you've got... Uh, it, this, let me just talk about the slate in general first. Um, you know, first of all, not a single game over 
Uh, 47.5. That's the, the highest game total we've got in the slate, and that's the Chargers and Chiefs. It's an ugly slate. Like, let's not be, you know, let's not beat around the bush. Got a lot of buys this week, obviously. So, that cuts down on the possible guys we can roster. And I'm just not in love with any of these plays necessarily. Uh, don't, trust me, I've got enough enough guys and enough thoughts to make a few lineups here. But, uh, you know, if you wanted to sl- skip a, a slate, this may be the one. This might be the one where it's like, you know what, I'm just not feeling any of those guys. Not sure where to go. And, uh, and maybe it's the one that you go spends more time with your family, like I was talking about earlier. But, hey, I'm going to be playing it. I think some others are going to be playing it, too. At QB, uh, speaking of that game, that's the highest scoring. We've got Mahomes as the highest price QB at 8300 And I think you can absolutely uh, get him into your lineups with some of the value we've got on this slate. So let me go ahead and throw that out there. Um, some games I'm targeting, which we'll talk about at the end here. I should be able to zoom through this probably in about 15, 20 minutes and then uh, we'll circle back and talk about some of my favorite games to target here. Uh, but yeah, I think you can absolutely fit Mahomes into your lineups. I think that's the guy to go with if you're going to spend up, if you're in a cash game and, and you're able to to get that you know price, uh, get that uh, salary to go ahead and, and freed up and, and get him for your QB. Uh, stumbling over my words here, I apologize. But Patrick Mahomes is is definitely in play for cash lineups. What uh, Mike has as his cash lineup play is Geno Smith. And uh, I know he just let some people down. But you know, price per point, you just can't beat him. Uh, Six thousand on DraftKings. Uh, on FanDuel, I think he's priced up a little bit more actually. And and let me tell you, I, I do like Geno Smith in on this slate here. Um, you know, obviously, it's a good matchup. Um, they are playing. Uh, excuse me, if I can find it real quick. They are playing the uh, the Cardinals, and uh, you know, bit of a rainy, blustery day it looks like, but. Uh, Playing the Cardinals should be a good good matchup there. Geno Smith has all the weapons he needs to really uh, put up really big numbers. And 6000 is just too cheap for that guy. So I, I think Geno Smith is a great play. It's a smash play. Uh, the only reason I'm not going there, and we'll talk about running backs, but I love Kenneth Walker. But uh, if I'm playing Kenneth Walker, I don't necessarily want to play the, the quarterback and the running back on the same team. Um, generally doesn't work out. Um, you know, it could. If for, for a tournament, maybe. Um, I, I'm not. I, I do single-entry tournaments, so I'm not going to get that crazy. Um, for me, I've got a couple of guys I'm looking at as well. I'm definitely looking at Aiden, Aiden O'Connell against my Chicago Bears. and Maybe I'm just picking on the Bears. And, of course, we don't know who's going to be. Uh, oh, actually, I'm just reading it now. Uh, never mind. I guess Brian Hoyer is actually going to go ahead and start that one. So I guess Brian Hoyer is my play from that game. And I apologize. It did, uh, didn't see that update until just now. Uh, but Brian Hoyer is 4,900. And uh, I do think he slots in also as a guy I'd be interested in. The Bears are just uh, all kinds of chaos on defense. They're not very good uh, having issues, you know, uh, making plays, getting, getting guys down on the ground, uh, missing tackles, missing assignments. I mean, there's just a whole lot of... Uh, stuff not to like there. So I do like Brian Hoyer here. Um, and the reason I like him so much is because I like to, to stack him up with Devontae uh, Adams. And we'll talk about that also a little bit later on. But that stack is is kind of nice for me, I think. Um, so Brian Hoyer at 4,900 on DraftKings is absolutely in my player pool. Um, you know, some some other guys that kind of intrigue. Uh, you know, it's a tough slate for, for QB, honestly. I really am not in love with any of those guys. I think, you know, again, that Geno Smith call is a pretty darn good one but if you want to go super duper cheap i mean um 
you know, Minshew's playing uh, the Browns, so that's a really tough matchup. I don't know if I'm going there. Uh, Ted Badgett, obviously, for the, the Bears. You can go back against the, the Raiders here and play Badgett. I don't think that's terrible. He had, like, eight um, DK points, and that was uh, in 14 attempts. I think I think I want to say he played, like, a quarter and a half that last game. He did throw an interception, so that's a little bit of a, a bummer there. Tyrod Taylor. I think he's another guy, uh, you know, we saw some good stuff from him uh, last week. I mean, obviously, we saw some bad stuff, too. I had a fumble there for uh, for a lot. I actually didn't lose a fumble, but he fumbled. Um, 10.4 points last week for Tyrod Taylor. So if you kind of want to punt the position, I think Badgett Taylor, uh, Brian Hoyer are all good options, and they're all basically 5K or less. Um, none of them are fantastic. Definitely not. I <laughs> would never call them that. Um, but they're they're serviceable. The other guy I want to mention a little bit more expensive in, and maybe even the preferable one to those guys, 5K and less, is, is Sam Howell against his Giants defense. And uh, that does intrigue me quite a bit. Been putting up pretty gaudy numbers here. You know, just about uh, a shade under 20 DK points or more in three straight games. So three straight weeks, uh, he had 19.6, 29.42, So I do think, you know, uh, Howell for just a few hundred more is absolutely going to be uh, in your player pool at QB if you want to spend down there a little bit. Uh, all right, let's move on to running backs. And again, these things will change as we get closer. But for now, these are the guys we're targeting. This is kind of just serving as a... Um, as a uh, uh, primer, a pre-slate primer here, or pre-pre-final. <laughs> a primer, that's all we're going to say. Wow, I cannot speak tonight. Anyways, I apologize. Running backs, I know he's got one here he's looking at, and it's not really uh, going to blow anyone's mind, Mr. Mike LaFemina. Uh, he does suggest Josh Jacobs at 7,400. And look, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, if I'm looking at Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell uh, as my starting quarterback in DFS, I'm not going to play Josh Jacobs. It just does, doesn't make sense to pair a running back in the QB. But um, if you don't play that QB, I think, you know, Josh Jacobs should definitely be in your player pool. You know, it's possible that the uh, Raiders get up early on my Bears. And... If that's the case, I mean, they're going to run the ball and they're going to, I mean, Josh Jacobs is one of the highest targeted running backs in the NFL at this point. So that's not, I don't think it's going to change drastically with Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell behind center, but uh, yeah, I think Josh Jacobs is is a fine play. I I like him. So there you go. Uh, For me, for running back, I already mentioned it. Kenneth Walker at 7,000. This uh, just screams like, uh, you know, screams for a running game script here in this Seattle Arizona game obviously Seattle gets up early here uh, he's just been crushing it the last four weeks here uh 18.4 30.6 13.9 17.9 DK points uh everything we could have hoped for with Kenneth Walker and no real competition there uh from any of the backups so I love me some Kenneth Walker here against the Cardinals. Um, the other guy that kind of caught my eye here, I was actually just kind of, because I was thinking about that, I was like, what is Charbonnet been doing? Charbonnet hasn't really been doing anything, and that kind of doesn't surprise me at all. Um, 
But yeah, he hasn't been getting nearly enough touches to, to be impactful. I'm curious when they unleash him, though, but I don't think it's here. I don't think it, this is the spot. Uh, okay, the other guy I'm really looking at here is uh, Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford uh, for the Browns, obviously, against that uh, Indianapolis Colts defense. Um, you know, I, I think it's fine, fine matchup here. We've seen some big games from Jerome Ford. We had a couple of muted weeks in a row from Ford. He's only 5,100. His price has dropped about 300 since a couple weeks ago after he had some big 20-ish point plus point games. Um, and I think this is a, you know, it's definitely the best matchup he's had in the last three weeks. And you've got the Colts who are going to have Minshew behind center. You know, he does throw turnovers. Um, and he does throw the ball a lot. I mean, I think I think the the Browns are going to be looking at having the ball quite a bit here. So there's some time of possession stuff going on as well. But um, but I do think Jerome Ford is a very worthwhile pick there at 5100 at your running back. There's a couple other guys that are cheaper too that kind of caught my eye. Uh, Deontay Form, I'm going to put him out there as well. Uh, Khalil Herbert added to the IR uh, recently, and Roshan Johnson. Uh, last I checked, he was added. Uh, he was listed as out. He's still listed as out. Um, yeah, he's been he's been ruled out already ahead of that game against the Raiders. So uh, Deontay Foreman still uh, has some some upside there, and he had a really good game actually in their last one. Uh, was able to get you know quite a few um, you know carries for for positive yardage. Sixty five yards he ended up with in a reception uh, for a couple yards as well. He did fumble the ball, but he didn't lose it. Um, but the thing is, he didn't find the end zone. Um, the Bears may find the end zone a little bit more in this game. So I do like me some Deonta Foreman here at 4,800. Not a bad, you know, not a bad spot at all. Um, Bears are 2.5 underdogs right now with a game total in this one. Ugh, a gross one, 37.5. Not the lowest one on the slate, actually, but pretty darn close to the lowest one on the slate. The lowest one on the slate is the Falcons and Buccaneers, which doesn't super surprise me either. So uh, Deonta Foreman should absolutely be on your radar as well. Hopefully he can find the end zone, and if he does, he will pay off that price tag. Uh, absolutely. So uh, no problems there. Um, other than that, I mean, it, it's tough. It's rough out there uh, at running back. I don't see a whole lot that I that I love a lot. Um, obviously, you got Javante Williams at 5,400 against the Packers, which is a pretty uh, enticing spot there. Uh, Packers are not, not a great defense against the run. Uh, 5400 is a really nice price tag for a guy that, well, his backups have been performing. I mean, Jalen McLaughlin's been coming on recently, but they haven't really been world beaters, so I'm not super concerned about his um, role there. Ramondre Stevenson's 5600 kind of in that range as well. So I think you can even go up to Pacheco at 6100 who's in that uh, you know game that's going to have the highest total with Kansas City and the Chargers. So um, some nice mid-tier guys on this one. Um, you know, I, I could see you spending down a little bit to a couple of those mid-tier guys at running back, especially in GPPs, where you get a little bit more upside without having to spend up too much. But man, Kenneth Walker at 7,000 is just a little too hard for me to really pass up. Um, they've got to get Devontae Adams going. We're going to move on to wide receiver here. Uh, before we do, uh, and Devontae Adams is my first guy we're going to talk about. Before we do, though, I want to go ahead and just uh, shout out our NBA guys. Obviously, if you guys haven't heard, we have the Draft Tracker tool, which absolutely crushes the competition. It uses the B150 projections to give you guys the best suggested 
uh, guys to draft as you're drafting. You fill it out. You can see where your team is weak, where it's strong, how you measure up against your opponents. Um, without, If you're drafting without it, you just really, you're drafting blind. You have no idea what you're doing. Uh, and you're going to get absolutely owned by the people that do have it. So um, NBA Fantasy Pass right now, it is $6 still. Uh, the All Sport Pass, which gets you football content as well, is $8 a month. It is stupid cheap, absolutely stupid cheap, and you get so much so much value for that. So if you're a fa- serious fantasy player, uh, I would definitely go to sportsethos.com. Check that out. All right, Devontae Adams uh, against my Chicago Bears, 8200 I've already talked about it a little bit, but they really just need to get him going. They really do. He's had a, a couple of really down weeks, uh, 4.9 points, 8.5 15.5, and then, you know, in week three, he put up 45.2 against the Pittsburgh Steelers, had a couple of touchdowns. Um, I, that very well could happen against my Bears again. Um, you know, the Bears, again, just to, to harp on their defense, not good. It is not good, um, despite what, you know, they've made some, had some games where they've played decently, but uh, I, I have no faith in that, on that defense. So I think Devontae Adams... Um, is in a really good spot here. Uh, I think you, you have to kind of look at him. Absolutely. There's another guy here that both Mike LaFemina and I both have uh, as suggested plays for you on this slate. And that's Romeo Dobbs at 4,900. Um, you know, 4,900 for a guy that's been the top target earner more weeks than not. I mean, he didn't get a whole lot of targets last week, if I remember. He got, you know, he got four targets, but 13 and 12 the two weeks prior to that. And, you know, I really don't know, I guess, I mean, Love had some issues throwing the ball last week. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just reading this off of DraftKings right now. But I really don't know why he didn't see that many targets last week against the Raiders. I mean, uh, you know, it's a game where he should have been more involved. I'm sure that that was something they looked at in the game tape afterwards and said, man, we didn't get the ball to our guy that's been your go-to guy for, for weeks here. He's got three of his uh, last five are 18 plus uh, points, so and that's the only one they've had to buy, obviously. So that's their only game. So three out of five games this season, he scored 18, uh, a little over 18 points, uh, right around each other too. It's kind of crazy the consistency: 18.6, 18.3, 18.5. The other two weeks, though, week two he had a fiver, and week five he had a 1.4. But I really do think, even though with that uh, that kind of variance in his performance, that he's still a very solid cash play. Just because that price is just so ridiculously cheap for a guy that theoretically is going to be in line for a whole lot of uh, the target share. And I really do think that Dobbs is going to go back to being kind of a target hog here um, after the you know Packers lost a couple there. Uh, and he wasn't involved last week, and he should have been. So I really do think he's going to bounce back this week. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, probably my, my favorite and top play on this slate. So go ahead and just lock him in, I would say, and build around from there. Um there is another wide receiver here that uh, Mike has, and I didn't. I, I'd considered him. Uh, I think he's fine. I think he's more of a floor play than, than a ceiling play, probably. Just hasn't had those big games. I don't really know if he's got that in him uh, with this situation. But Josh Palmer uh, on the Chargers. You know, um, Mike Williams uh, out for the season, the ACL. Uh, Josh Palmer has been that dude uh, for the Chargers. You know, I won't want Quentin Johnston to step up and be that dude, and he wasn't. He just isn't. It's been Josh Palmer. It's going to continue to be Josh Palmer. So I get this play, absolutely. Um, I, I don't have any hate for this play <laughs> at all. I think it's a good play. Um, 
But again, I think it's more of a floor play than a ceiling play. It's you know it's in Kansas City, not the best matchup in the world. Actually, Kansas City has been relatively stout against the pass game, um, and you know there's always the the. There, I mean, when you're playing against Kansas City, you know they move the chain so effectively, and they just they just get first downs left and right until they're at the point where they're they're going to get into scoring range, and uh, you know so sometimes the time of possession really works against you there. But um, 10, 10.7, 15.6 last three weeks. Again, you know, seven, eight, seven targets. I mean, the, uh, it's like clockwork. He's probably going to get you around ten points. That you know, and for forty eight hundred, that makes sense. I have no issues there whatsoever. Um, does he have a, a higher ceiling than that? Yeah, sure, sure, uh, absolutely, of course. If he catches a couple touchdowns or, or just one touchdown, even um, he can definitely beat that. I don't think he's had a touchdown. Uh, well, he had a touchdown in week two, uh, where he finished. Um, excuse me, week two. He no, I'm sorry, week. Three, he had a touchdown against Minnesota where he finished with 15.6 DK points. And again, that, that's just not a huge ceiling. You know, you got, you got wide receivers that are in that price range putting up, you know, 15 uh, or putting up 20, uh, you know, DK points or even 30 DK points sometimes. So um, it's just not not the highest ceiling in the world. But I do think it's a very safe and a very nice floor play for you. On a slate, that's really kind of gross. I'm going to highlight a couple guys or one guy here. Who may is going to make some people shudder? <laughs> it's going to make some people go, "Ew, gross!" I don't like that at all. Um, but I did mention Sam Howell as an option at quarterback. And if you do, if you do roll with him, I'm going to throw out some scary Terry McLaurin. Um, and you know, 5400 is just—it's too cheap for a guy that effectively operates as the wide receiver one. Uh, you know, half the time. I mean, not all the time, but half the time, uh, <laughs> which is kind of weird. But you know, do you have faith in this this commander's offense? That's kind of the question here. They're playing the Giants. Um, you know, the Giants are a, a decent. They're okay. They're a pretty average defensive team, honestly. I don't really see them being uh, a huge plus or a minus in this equation. It's more about the fact that uh, you know, Scary Terry has has seen all those targets. Uh, Eleven targets last week. Uh, week five targets the week before that in a game where they lost, um, where they played absolutely terribly they were they were just awful and then against philadelphia he had uh, also 10 targets for 86 yards and uh hasn't found the end zone and all he needs to do is find the end zone and this is a guy you know uh kind of similar to to uh uh, uh who we were talking about earlier uh josh palmer sorry um if he finds the end zone he's a guy that actually has a really good ceiling so i do like him for gpp uh tournaments and uh you know not as much into him for um, cash. I'd rather go with a Josh Palmer who's 600 less and probably going to have a similar or even higher floor than Scary Terry. So, there you go. Um, and I believe that is all the wide receivers really had to highlight here. Again, it's kind of a kind of a gross slate. I mean, you know, you got George Pickens at 5,500. That's interesting, but, you know, Deontay Johnson should be back. Um, you know, I just... I don't see, um, I don't see any like super duper wide receiver guy, uh, cheap wide receivers that jump out to me. That's like you know, hey, like Wondell Robinson is thirty eight hundred. I guess if you want to go there, yeah, sure, that's fine. Since it's it's easier to spend down on running back and feel better about yourself than it is to spend down on wide receiver here. Tight end, I'm just gonna keep it easy. I'm just gonna call one guy out. And because um, Mike and I came to the same conclusion separately, 
I, I think there's two names. Okay, I'll, I'll throw two names out there. I think there's two guys I'm really looking at here. I'm not looking to spend up on my tight end. I'll say that first and foremost. If you do, I like Mark Andrews here, 5,700, um, considerably cheaper than uh, Travis Kelsey. I like Sam Laporta for, for GPPs. If you want to spend up on those guys, I think that makes sense. Not super into Darren Waller, but they do funnel targets to the tight end over there. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. They're playing Washington. I'm, I'm getting my teams confused. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, I'm not super into Darren Waller, but it's it's still a nice matchup. So I get it if you want to go there. Um, but outside of those top guys, I mean, if I want to spend down, which I do, uh, there's two names I'm looking at, which is uh, first and foremost the one that Mike and I both have, which is Luke Musgrave. And of course, they're playing the Denver Broncos. Musgrave's just had such high route participation. He's yet to have that big game. That were really kind of. I mean, he's been getting the volume and and the the route participation to get that high that big game. He just just doesn't hasn't had it yet. Uh, Ten point nine, his biggest scoring game on the season, but thirty three hundred is just too cheap. I mean, he even has a, a safe floor here to play in cash games, um, which is why Mike's suggesting him. And and the ceiling is still. I, I'm still waiting for it. We haven't seen the ceiling yet. I'm telling you guys. Uh, I mean, obviously no touchdowns, so that's very clear there. But combining the targets with the receptions with the uh, ADOT, the average depth of target, that's what we're looking for here. And, and you know, he's had those pieces individually in games, but he hasn't put them all together yet. And once he does, it's going to be a beautiful thing. He's going to score like 20 points, 25 points. And at 3,300, he's just he's just a smash play. I think he I think he's you know, I hate to, I hate to have two guys as my my Packers as locks, but Musgrave and Dubs are probably my locks if I had to go ahead and uh, and lock one in. So uh, the other guy I'm going to give you that's kind of cheaper here is uh, again Logan Thomas, uh, and he let us down last week. I get it. He had one reception for two yards. I was like at the very beginning of the game, and then he didn't get. A single target the rest of the game. And trust me, I know I was on his overprop for yards, which I've been on for all season. He's been coming through for me. But, man, that was uh, that was quite the letdown. He's been involved with the offense, though. And that's not going to go away. Um, why did they go away from him against the Atlanta Falcons? I, I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. I felt like he could have been utilized more. I was actually watching that game, so I was tuning in and flipping back and forth. But, um, but they, you know, Ritter just didn't look his way. So it is what it is. We move on. I still think uh, he's going to be heavily involved in that offense. I think you know, coming off of a down week, at least his his um, ownership's going to be a lot more manageable. So that's a, a plus for you there as well uh, because of that flop. So, uh, all right, let's move on to defenses though. Um, and again, if you guys haven't already, go ahead and like and subscribe where you're listening. Uh, leave us a review. I would love to hear how we're doing and you know what we can improve on, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys. So just go ahead and leave us a review. Just make it five stars. You can crap on us all you want. No, I'm just kidding. Do do what you want. Leave us what you want. But uh, but yeah, do 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 let us know how you feel because that's the best way that we improve. Okay, so defenses. Um, I'm going to give you Mike's first, and I think Mike, uh, okay, he didn't have any actually. I don't think, oh no, he did. Um, <laughs> this is funny. His, his first sentence here is, I'm not puking, you're puking. Uh, so he doesn't like the Giants, but he has them as his play for DFS this week at 3,000. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, 
I think that's uh, it's okay. Uh, I think you know, with the Commanders struggling uh, every other week, it seems like at least, um, uh, you know, it is very much kind of a feast and famine type of offense. Like Hall's either going to be great or it's going he's going to be not so great, and they're not going to be able to move the ball. I mean, it's, there's been some really rough games for that Commanders team, uh, especially against my Bears. That was a really rough one for to watch, but uh, but you know. I think it's an interesting play, and I wish Mike was here to tell us a little bit more about why why he went with it. But uh, with the Giants, they are, you know, a, a decent team, uh, as I said before, defensively. Um, so I think you know, with that and the uh, matchup, that's kind of where he's going with that. For me, uh, for defenses, I am currently going with. Whew, this is kind of a spicy one, maybe. The Lions at 2,700 against the Baltimore Ravens. I am, uh, they signed me up for the Lions defense. I am sold on the Lions defense. I think they're, they're, they've been fantastic all season, really. Uh, I mean, that first uh, game, or I guess the second game against the Seahawks, they give up a bunch of points. But I'll tell you that, they've been really darn solid. And, you know, I really am not inspired by this Baltimore Ravens defense. So I actually think, um, this is not going to be a super popular play, but I think this is going to be one uh, that's going to save us a few dollars here from from some of those other defenses, uh, and it's going to come through. I, th- I think you know these guys will have a, a, another really decent showing. I think it's been uh, again just a good good season for the Lions overall, but defensively they've looked very solid. Um, you know, other defenses I was considering, but ultimately didn't go with. I mean, you know, I think Green Bay against the, the you know Broncos. I think that's an easy call. It's only 3700. It's not going to break the bank. I think a lot of people will have them. And Denver can score. You know, their defense suck. I mean, they can score. So I'm I'm not I think it's fine. I think you can do it. You can do the Packers. So um and you can also do the Commanders at 3500 against the Giants as well, uh, who obviously have been terrible. Uh, on offense pretty much all season so why not right so there you go uh so i did say i was going to touch on a few of the games that i was into uh this week and i already kind of crapped on every single game so how do i talk about games that i'm into now that's kind of the question here (laughs) but uh no there are some ones that are, are pretty interesting here and I, really, I do think, you know, I'm just going to put the Lions every week probably, but the Lions and the Ravens is definitely an interesting one. You know, does that Lions defense give Lamar Jackson fits again? I mean, is Lamar Jackson going to be Lamar Jackson again? He's been not putting up fantastic numbers at all um, this season. Well, he had a couple of good weeks, sorry. But it's been a struggle. And we've expected more from Lamar Jackson. So, you know, I'm not in the fade uh the Ravens mode, but I do feel like I do feel like the, the Lions can make this competitive. I really do. And I do feel like also the Lions are good at moving the, the chains while also eating clock with even with David Montgomery out with the run game, with, with Jameer Gibbs, with Craig Reynolds, um, you know. Golf, I, I just think golf is, is fantastic at managing that game. So well, we're going to go with uh, that Detroit Lions and Baltimore Ravens game as one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Um, outside of that, oh gosh, who knows? Uh, I think, you know, 
Oof. Uh, I mean, that Chargers-Chiefs game is going to be fun to watch, so we'll, we'll all be watching that together. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't love a whole – I mean, I think, you know, looking at that game a little bit more, just because it is the game that has the highest score on the uh, docket, I think that's probably beneficial for everybody. But, you know, Eckler at 8,600 is actually somebody I've been trying to toy with and get into my lineups. Um. Yeah, he's he's Eckler. I mean, he's gonna get those touches um, in any time. You know, any game he can go ahead and break it. Um, you know, break the slate. I mean, he's got that ability. He can you know get yards a number of different ways. So Eckler, I like a whole lot. I already mentioned Pacheco as a possible you know play there, um, and obviously uh, you know Patrick Mahomes, obviously in play as well. Not in love with the uh, Chargers wide receivers at the pricing. Uh, you know, Keenan Allen's eighty six hundred. I think I'd rather go with those other wide receivers I already mentioned in that price range. Um, so I'm not like super into that. Justin Herbert eight thousand. I mean, with with a hurt finger. Um, you know, I love what he did with his legs last week. I'll tell you that much. That much, but. Yeah, it's not. There's not a lot. lot to, I mean, I think I already mentioned Mark Andrews is a possible play. So, um, you know, that score, that game total is supposed to be high. I think I'm, I'm, I'm probably targeting the running backs there, and maybe, maybe Mark Andrews at the tight end position. That's probably the only places I'm going there. And then obviously Patrick Mahomes in consideration, but probably not going to get to him because there's other guys I would rather spend that money on. You can get to him absolutely. It's possible. Um, I just would rather spend up on my wide receiver or running back so okay guys that is going to do it that is it that is our primer that is nfl dfs today for your week seven slate main slate on DraftKings. i am your host keith cork you can follow me on twitter at at ethos keith be on the lookout for mike's recap show on monday and hey until next time go get that money When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.